Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one educational page of Talmud every day. And in the heart of today's pages, Nazir 48 and 49, we have a nice little educational story. Have a listen. The sages taught, after Rabbi Meir's death, Rabbi Yehuda said to his students, Do not let the students of Rabbi Meir enter here into the house of study because they are vexatious and they do not come to study Torah, but they come to overwhelm me with their halachot, with their knowledge of the law. Nevertheless, Sumachus, a student of Rabbi Meir, forced his way and entered the house of study. I love this campus drama. One professor saying, hey, look, the other professor's students, they're just too wild, too annoying. All they do is argue. Don't let them in. This struck me as something that needed further unpacking, as the kids say, which is why it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show Binyamin Gottesman, uh, who was one of my most brilliant students ever at Yeshiva University, the Hogwarts of the Jewish people. Shalom, Binyamin Gottesman. Welcome to the show. It's good to be here. Happy to be a member of Hogwarts. You are a key member, the House of, you know, Griffin Dorowitz, uh, and you are here to help us figure this thing out. So here we are, we read, and, and for our listeners who may not have been in the yeshiva and do not know what a good chavruta looks like, uh, I want you to do two things for us. First of all, describe to us the often warlike nature of real, you know, proper echt Jewish study. And second of all, opine, if you will, as you are still in school, at least for a while longer, this idea that certain teachers have certain ways of not just teaching, but really shaping their students, which to other professors may be, as the Talmud so beautifully put it, vexatious. Okay, two two different questions, but I think both answered by by one principle, which is Shivan Panam Torah, right? That there are, are 70 facets of Torah wisdom and Torah knowledge, and that every opinion, every approach, so long as it is grounded properly, must be taken seriously. And when you come with that perspective, it leads to pr- pretty much two sometimes opposing uh, conclusions. One, whatever you come up with really, really matters. And whatever your friend comes up with will be really taken seriously if you, don't, if you don't prove him wrong. So when you walk into that conversation, when you sit down with your study partner, when you sit down with your charusa, it's not the same as preparing for a test. You realize you're holding you know, some several millennia of tradition in your hands that might rest upon the conclusion of your conversation. Uh, so you go at it. It's a lot of fun. I feel sometimes that I've I've burned more calories after a two hour study session yeah. than I would have than I would have at the gym. And it's it's not rare that that you'll look over and see two best friends yelling at each other, and you won't even you won't think anything of it because that's that's just what it's like. That's just how we learn. And I'll put it like this: the friendships that I've seen develop based out of that sparring, based out of that that clash of of minds, are the most loving and long lasting and special friendships because they're born out of real conversation. I think that bleeds into the classroom. When you've become a pedagogue, when you've become a, a rabbi or a teacher or a scholar, it means you've devoted so much time to your particular facet, right? your particular path in Torah study. And so you're going to be very strong in your convictions. You have answered the first question extremely well. Now kindly answer the second. Do you 
sometimes find yourself, you know, with a particularly charismatic, influential professor in your life, noticing, huh, I um, I'm kind of shaped by this person's way of learning, thinking about the world, and kind of hard for me now to learn with people of very different approaches. Right. So that's exactly what I meant when 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 it bleeds into the classroom, when a pedagogue becomes so absorbed in one particular path. Yeah, it certainly leaves an impression on you. But what I found so interesting, uh, and I, I don't know if this is unique to my education, but I don't think that it is, uh, is, that I've had the privilege to study with so many different great thinkers and so many different great pedagogues, and all of them bring their own unique flavor. And so it's almost impossible for me to be married to one or to find myself beholden to one particular path when I've been shaped by so many remarkable people, all who I, I would be foolish not to give equal equal weight to just because of their experience and their knowledge. That is so beautifully put. Benjamin Gottesman, I miss having you in the classroom. Uh, I wish you a very good and speedy graduation, as, as they say. Amen. Uh, and thank you so much for being our guest. My pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoyed the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Roskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmuccia, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.